Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. Call 877-499-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. So cancel the cable and get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 877-499-MY-TV. Right now, to sign up for packages starting as low as $24.99, and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HD TV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional professional installation you control what you watch when you watch it record your favorite shows pause and rewind live tv even skip the commercials watch local channels too at just $24.99 what are you waiting for pull out your major credit or debit card call 877-499-MY-TV that's 877-499-MY-TV cancel the cable cut costs and get more call now 877-499-MY-TV You're listening to Sports Econ 101, the show where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Bruce McGowan, longtime sports radio personality. Now, last week you weren't in the studio. That's well, right. We had you on the phone. Now yeah. we get to see your pretty face in the oh, studio. My wrinkly face. Your wrinkly my daughter. face. <laughs> you got a face for radio. Nah, face for radio. There you go. Okay. Today's show is going to be kind of fun. Who's going to be our guest today? Yeah, we got a former uh, ba- college basketball coach and college basketball player who now does some uh, Radio commentary on the Warriors pregame show. Kerry Keating, uh, local guy, and uh, we're going to talk a little college and pro hoops with him, so that'll be fun. Well, that's neat. Uh, like we've had Gary St. Jean on before, who oh, yeah. was a coach and uh, commentating uh, yeah. on the Warriors, so that'll be interesting to have yeah. uh, uh, Kerry Keating on. When, now, where is he doing his uh, commentating from? Uh, he's doing it on the flagship station of the Golden State Warriors, which is uh, an FM station in San Francisco, 95.7 The Game. It's an all-sports radio station. Yeah, because they changed over from KNBR. They did. My old station carried them for years, but uh, they jumped over to another station because they were kind of getting the, the short shrift. But the, the Giants are also, San Francisco Giants are also on KNBR, and they, they get precedent. Wow, uh, it's amazing because the Giants are in the cellar and the Warriors are the uh, most exciting uh, yeah. team in any sport. Well, the right Giants now. aren't in the cellar anymore, though, but they that's were. True. That's they true. Were, yeah, that's, they did win true. five in a row. So, you know, I don't think they're going to stay in the cellar. I think San Diego is going to stay in the cellar. Boy, that's that's kind of a shame. San Diego just they just never seem to get out of there. That's a bad sports town. You think about it. They've lost their basketball team. They Twice they've lost basketball mm-hmm. teams. They've lost their football team, which really was their number one franchise the chargers and yeah. the padres stink yeah and they don't have any major college they have san diego state down there but that's sure. not a major college and they they used to be the san diego clippers and then san diego clippers went to la yeah and uh and then they, they had the what were called the conquistadors in the old aba oh and they okay. had the rockets of the nba the rockets went to houston so they lost two teams to la gotcha. to houston and then the conquistadors 
folded, of course. All right. Uh, this segment of Sports Econ 101 is sponsored by Pacific Private Money, providing mortgages that are currently yielding over 7.5% secured by real estate. Doesn't get any more conservative than that. Check them out at PacificPrivateMoney.com. I will. Don't, don't touch that dial. Sports Econ 101 will be right back. This is Mark Honf, co-host of Mortgage Investing 101. Did you know that you can earn, year in and year out, returns of 8% and more on your savings and retirement accounts? Mortgage-backed investment strategies such as trustee investing and mortgage pool funds can do just that. Since 2008, clients of Pacific Private Money have consistently earned high yields on their investments. Find out for yourself how you, too, can profit from these real estate-secured investments. Call 415-883-2150 or visit our website at pacificprivatemoney.com. How far would you go for an unforgettable round of golf? Mount Shasta Resort is much closer than you think. Enjoy the crisp mountain air, breathtaking views, and one of California's finest golf courses, all waiting for you at Mount Shasta Resort. Call 530-926-3052 for your tee time and receive a free green fee when you bring your driver's license during the month of your birthday. Call 530-926-3052 or go to MountShastaResort.com for an unforgettable round of golf. Book your tee time now. Why pay membership fees to a gym when Gym Guys can bring the gym to you? Gym Guys, that's guys with a Z, is a mobile personal training company. No equipment? No problem. We bring a van with 365 pieces of equipment to your home, office, park, wherever you like to give you the highest quality personal training session. And our first assessment is always free. Imagine not having to go to a gym. We come to you. We provide convenience as well as customized and creative workouts in the setting of your choice. Anywhere from 5 a.m. to 10 p.m. Our vans travel all around Marin with state-of-the-art equipment. And unlike gyms, we don't have membership fees. We work with all ages and abilities and can provide any type of workout from yoga to kickboxing, kids sports programs to prenatal and postnatal fitness for moms. Check out our website at gymguys.com. That's gymguys, with a Z, dot com. Or give us a call in Marin County, 415-448-8100. That's 415-448-8100. Invest in some fun this season with this deal from Paintball Tickets. With the largest network of paintball fields in North America, Paintball Tickets is committed to bringing you high-intensity fun for a fraction of the cost. With the purchase of your paintball tickets, you'll receive free admission and equipment rentals to some of the most played-at paintball parks nationwide. And by partnering up with like-minded, safety-conscious paintball fields in thriving markets across the nation, we've ensured there's always a field close to home. These tickets, which can be purchased in bulk, are designed to fit the needs of every skill level, from casual observers to weekend warriors. This adrenaline-inducing sport is perfect for birthday parties, corporate team building, or a casual outing with friends. Make the right choice for your wallet. Get in on the fastest-growing action sport with this deal from Paintball Tickets by going to sportsecon101.com and clicking on the Play Paintball button. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. Bruce, who's on the phone? Oh, we got a friend of mine, uh, Kerry Keating, former uh, basketball coach at Santa Clara University. And Kerry, uh, also, before we get into the NBA, I want to talk a little college hoops because Kerry played at uh, Seton Hall, which became a, a, a big powerhouse for a few years with P.J. Carlissimo. Now, a lot of, remember, a lot of people know P.J. Carlissimo, of course, from his television commentary. And from his uh, stint in the NBA with the Warriors, among other teams. But he was a terrific college coach. And, Kerry, you played uh, for P.J. during the heyday years of the 1980s. Talk a little bit about this guy because 
we we hear so much about him and see him. He's so enthusiastic and so animated. But what was he like as a college coach? Well, I would say colorful is probably an easier way to put it. <laughs> I think we all got exposed to a different level of PJ once he moved on to the NBA. And, and I was fortunate to have a relationship with PJ since I was about two years old. He and my father were very close in the basketball circles back in the metropolitan area of New York, New Jersey. And my dad having coached. Uh, at Hofstra University before he went to athletic administration. I was PJ, a player at Fordham, and then moved on to coach at Wagner before he went to Seton Hall. And fortunately, the two of them were able to join forces together and help build Seton Hall. My dad is the athletic director and PJ is the head coach in the mid-'80s. And although I wanted to go to North Carolina to start my coaching career by playing JV basketball and eventually moving up the ranks and learn from guys like Roy Williams, who were the assistant coaches there, PJ and my dad created a great opportunity for me to not just stay close to home, but go to a place that would afford me the opportunity to eventually coach while I was in college. So the initial intention, guys, was for me to go play baseball at Seton Hall because that's really my better sport, my first love. And that kind of went out the wayside after the final four year. They had a exodus of some players, and we had some openings, and PJ asked me to walk on that year, which I did, and put the baseball career to the side. And the next thing I know, my dad and PJ agreed to purchase the first digital computerized editing huh. video system in college basketball. And lo and behold, the position was created for me as a 19-year-old sophomore. And I was able to serve on the staff as an undergraduate, essentially a position that exists on every single college basketball staff today in the form of a video coordinator while I was an undergraduate. So I did a three-year apprenticeship uh, while at Seat Hall, got a chance to be on the staff, but also live with the guys in the dormitories and see both ends of the stick and really accelerate my coaching career. And it was a great uh, segue for me to get started and uh, something that I'll cherish forever. And obviously working for PJ and playing for PJ became one and the same in my college days. And lo and behold, here I am 25 years later with a pretty successful college coaching career behind me and uh, now trying to work on a media career as we speak. So we'll see if I'm successful in that and following PJ's footsteps as he's moved into the media as it seems now too. And I assume you didn't pull a Latrell Sprewell on him. <laughs> no, I'll tell you what, I, I, didn't, I didn't choke him, and I'm sure he wanted to choke me. <laughs> uh, I, I will say this. So, so being the first ever digital ed, video editing coordinator in college basketball, we were the first, as I mentioned, the first school, Division One school, to have the system. It was very antiquated by today's state uh, standards at the time, but... I was so nervous on our first edit that we got done, and it was way too long. It was about 25 minutes too long. I remember like it was yesterday, our first Big East game against Georgetown. And I stayed up all night in the office doing it, and uh, I got a little nervous that something would happen if I wasn't uh, have it in my position all the time. So I took it back to my room to make sure, and again, this is VHS tape. You remember, guys remember those? Oh yeah. oh, yeah. To make sure that the tape worked in my room. It came back. It worked. So I was satisfied with it. And, of course, PJ uh, beat me into the office the next morning. I'm usually up uh, as early as I could be for my first class at 8 o'clock. and got in there before I went to class. And next thing I know, I have a plethora of pages. I didn't have a phone at the time. I had a pager, so I was yeah. mobile even before mobile existed. And it was PJ looking for the edit tape to get ready for practice that day. And I think he had a sixth sense because there were no cameras in the building at that point. And as soon as I walked in the back door, I could hear him yelling, my nickname, if you know PJ, he's got a nickname for everybody. And the nickname for me at the time was Stick. And he used a few expletives around my nickname <laughs> to find out where the tape was and why I still had it. And 
can never ever have any film and leave the office ever again. Oh, so, <laughs> there was one time where I felt like choking him. It was then, but I knew. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great story. That is great. That is great. Well, you know, it's interesting how Kerry got into to the media. You know, you worked uh, locally here in the Bay Area with Santa Clara University, but Kerry does a really fine job on the pregame show with the Warriors. And I know that that's something that um, I don't know if you wanted to get into this profession originally. I mean, obviously you're a, you're a basketball junkie. You played baseball. You're an athlete, um, but and you're a co- you've been a coach. But now you're sort of transitioning into the media. And what has that been like? And and how much fun are you having doing that, especially with the Warriors this year going to the uh, to the possibly to the NBA Finals again? So one thing that happened as I moved off the court and onto the sidelines, if you will, after my freshman year, is I also changed my major from business to communications. And at the time, it was set up with two things in mind. One, it was a little less stressful on the time that I had to put in to my academics, even though I never, proudly never missed a class in my four years that I was healthy enough for. Uh, I did it with the thought in mind that if I was able to have a successful coaching career that I thought one day I'd go into into the media, into commentating. I never thought that it would ever really happen as 25 years passed because I was fortunate enough to be around some great coaches and great players and great programs. Uh, one of the things I'm most proud of, I was, I'm the only college basketball coach to have participated in the final game of the four major postseason tournaments, if you will, the NCAA tournament, the NIT, the CBI, and the CIT, and the final games having won three of them. So I was able to be around a lot of successful coaches and a lot of successful players, and it kept me going to the point where I was able to gain a lot of knowledge and a lot of experience. I thought I might do it, and I, I haven't had a chance to really reflect on that until recently as I'm doing more media assignments. I was actually doing color commentating for the school radio station during games when we were on the road and we were at home, and my video duties were done during the game. So little did I know I would gain that experience and put it to use almost two and a half decades later. But I I thoroughly enjoy it. I really enjoy being able to talk about it, to share my knowledge and my stories, work with some fantastic people, and obviously I've been blessed to have a great friendship with a guy like Damon Bruce who introduced me to the staff at 95.7 and gave me an outlet to be on the Warriors warm-up. That has now opened up doors even more so to 95.7. For instance, tomorrow morning I'll be in there for four hours with the morning show guys helping host the show for four hours in the morning show. So you just have to be available, as you guys know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just be available and do whatever it takes. And it's, it's not just humbling, but it's also, it's also very rewarding. Do you have any aspirations of, of uh, you know, maybe being an NBA coach or going back to college coaching? Yeah, you know, I've kind of moved off the college pursuit into more of the NBA. I was able to consult this year for the Houston Rockets and, and do some personnel work for them for the NBA players that came into Oracle because I was at every game doing radio duties for the radio station. So if there's any movement to the NBA, it might be a front office from a personnel standpoint. I have a lot of friends that coach in the NBA and would love nothing more than have a shot to, at coaching in the NBA. But as it stands, being in this area, I've also been able to have an opportunity to do a lot of consulting for tech companies that want an avenue into sports and entertainment and celebrity, and using all my contacts to kind of use it on the side to keep me floating while I pursue some media opportunities, and, both in TV and radio. So, and if they bring back the and if they bring back VHS, you're the man again. Oh yeah, I, <laughs> I got the connections to the to the, to the, to the origins of it. For no, no question. I would yeah. appreciate. So, well, at least you weren't a beta man. Remember Betamax? Well, I, I, I have a few. I had a few experiences with Betamax before. I, I, I do remember those, those names when I was growing up. So it's uh, 
you know, this is this has been something that's kind of just led one thing led to another. And my my duties with ABC TV and Larry Beal on the post game now with the TV games on the weekends that are coming up, we'll be uh, carrying all the finals on ABC and have a chance to work with Mike Schumann and the Donald oh, cool. and Larry Beal. I really really enjoy this stuff, and it's something that I work at and put a lot of work into and. I get a lot of rousing for the amount of preparation I put into this thing, knowing that I'm only going to use about 2% of it, but it helped me get to the point where I had a success. Absolutely. Career. I think it's better in the media, too. Now, now, Kerry, stay with us. we got to cut to a break. I'm going to ask a trivia question. If you know the answer, don't answer it until we get back from break. All right, here's our first trivia question. We're talking baseball. <clears throat> Who is the only player in Major League history to lead the league in triples, home runs, and RBIs, excuse me, RBIs in the same year? That's our question, all right? Email all Edward. Right. Yeah, that's our question. Don't that, No Googling it yet. <laughs> <laughs> Email Edward at sportsecon101.com, the answer to that question. Again, I'll read it again. Who is the only major, excuse me, who is the only player in Major League history to lead the league in triples, home runs, and RBIs in the same year? Mm, all right? Good question. Um, and it's interesting, it just went really quickly before we go, Kerry, you know, you mentioned about all the preparation. I understand that uh, Alex Rodriguez was doing the same thing, and he actually did a very good uh, job uh, doing common, you know, a- analysis for, for baseball. Don't touch that dial. Sports Econ 101 will be right back. Tired of calls, levies, and liens from the IRS or hiring others who don't get the job done? Call Wall & Associates and you'll never talk to the IRS again. The IRS has a program to eliminate tax debt and Wall & Associates professionals are trained to maximize its benefits for you. You always speak with a live person with real support and real knowledge. We've helped thousands of taxpayers like you settle their tax debt with the IRS for a fraction of what they owe. We solve tax problems. Call Wall & Associates now. 800-480-5708. We have the professionals who know how to solve tax problems. If you owe money to the IRS, your tax problems are not going away by themselves, and the passage of time will only make matters worse. Act now before it's too late. Call Wall & Associates right now to speak to a professional tax relief agent. Call 800-480-5708. That's 800-480-5708. Again, 800-480-5708. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. This family is at home, but they won't be answering the door. They know that the pounding on the door is a process server from the court waiting to hand them foreclosure documents. So instead of enjoying the home they worked so hard to afford, they sit hiding in the dark. Mom, what was that? 
but it doesn't have to be this way. This family can save their home, but they must act fast. Call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions at 800-274-7312. If you're being threatened with foreclosure, have been denied a loan modification, missed a payment on your mortgage, been a victim of a predatory loan, or are upside down on your home, it's critical that you call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions now. 800-274-7312. Allied State Foreclosure Solutions has an attorney in your area that will meet and speak with you. You can stop the foreclosure process, lower your monthly mortgage payments, save your home and your credit, but you must act now. Call 800-274-7312. 800-274-7312. Not available in all states. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. One more time. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. Uh, first trivia question. Who is the only ma- player in Major League history to lead the league in triples, home runs, and RBIs in the same year? I've got an idea, but I'm going to let Kerry take a stab at it first, and, it, and I'm going to... Yeah, go ahead, Kerry. you have any idea on that one? So growing up in New York, you're either a Mets fan or a Yankees fan or my family because my grandmother was a Mets fan and lived in Long Island. She was closer to Shea Stadium, so we hybrided that, but have to know who your opponents are if you're a Yankees fan and growing up in the 70s obviously with the Yankees and I have uh, one of my most prized possessions is a, is a World Series team signed ball by the entire Yankees you have to know who your opponents are so if I'm, if I'm thinking along the same lines of the same guy who also had total bases slugging and on base that year I'm not mistaken, in 1978, that would be Jim Rice. That is 100% wow. accurate. I'm I love impressed. that. <laughs> I am impressed. I thought it was some speedster, you know, from the past, maybe a Willie Mays, you know, because Willie was, believe it or not, early in his career, he was always a good base dealer. Yeah. But he led the league in stolen bases for four years in the 1950s. Yeah. I, I would have said Mickey Mantle yeah. more back as, you know. I yeah, was, that's I, true. I, I, my yeah, five-year-old would have made sense. Mickey Mantle is, but he's going to find out if he keeps switch hitting at this stage. Yeah, but he has to emulate Mickey as best he can. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, but I, I'm impressed because he also, uh, yeah, he led the league in extra base hits, uh, total bases, slugging percentage, and on base. Slugging. Interesting, you mentioned Mickey Mantle because Mickey had all sorts of knee problems, but early in his career, also he was a terrific uh, speedster on the Until on the court. Told we, his uh, knee there, he uh, tore, yeah. tore his knee yeah, up. Yeah, we got to talk about the NBA though. You know, it's 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 pretty much a fait accompli. It's going to be the Warriors and the Cavs. Both these teams are rolling as we speak. Neither team has lost a game in the postseason. So many of these games have been blowouts. Kerry, uh, it's just it seems almost inevitable. It's like two trains coming down the the tracks, heading towards each other. I mean, is this how you see it, or is there any any hope in the world that San Antonio, even if Kawhi Leonard can come back and make any kind of a a, a run, or Boston can make any sort of a, a run at respectability against the Cavs? Well, Bruce, a great analogy you made in the train reference because I think if there's a speed train, a high efficiency, cover a lot of ground with a low amount of energy, it's the Warriors. They are they are a multi-dimensional, multifaceted. They got a lot of cars on that train that you can spend your time on that ride. However, the other side of that, you are squarely looking at the biggest steam engine locomotive pulling a lot of cars behind it that have a little bit of use, but not as much use as they do as it does, I should say, in LeBron James. I, I think what we're about to witness is the transformation of the argument of who is the greatest player of all time from potentially Michael Jordan to LeBron James in and of the fact that he's now in his 14th season and is about to make the finals seven times in a row. And I know that we in the media, and I can't believe I'm actually saying we in the media, I'm not even really there yet, but I'm with some veterans today, so I'll jump on board. I can't believe we actually try to validate greatness by only having the end result validate that greatness 
by way of wins. I think that there is some value to getting your team and two different teams in that, and now essentially three different teams in the return to Cleveland to the finals. And as much as I'm admitting that I haven't watched as much, and I probably will as I prepare for our ABC and, 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 and 95-7 duties for the finals, because it's inevitable that two of them are going to meet up, I think we're going to see something really special. And I think the flip side of that is for us out here in the Bay Area, we're going to really find out. Cause I know we love to heap praise on him left and right on how great a defender he is. We are really going to find out exactly where Draymond Green stands in the all-time greatness of the defenders in the history of this league. Hmm. Yeah, interesting. Cause, cause the, the worm was uh, always a big... Uh... You're talking about uh, Dennis Rodman? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The interesting thing about Draymond Green, I mean, he he's on the cover of Sports Illustrated a week ago. Um, people are finally giving this guy his due. You look at his stat line every night, and almost every night this guy is, is, is in double figures in points, in rebounds, close to double figures in assists. He blocks shots. He steals. I mean, he, he really is the engine, isn't he, Kerry, that drives the Warriors? You, you talk about the Splash Brothers and Kevin Durant, but this is the guy that if, if you pull him out of the lineup, it's going to be tough to win. You know, I've often referenced, him as I have, have an appreciation grow for him throughout the season and having to watch every game and cover the team, that this is one of the few transformational players in terms of the fact that he can play in any era of the NBA. I think you can take Raymond, put him in the 60s, put him in the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, the early 2000s, and now. He's one of the few, if maybe the only player in the game today that I think you can say that about. Now, Obviously, I think LeBron James may fit that role, but in a totally different mold and that he's just that locomotive engine we talked about. Yeah. Draymond's versatility on both ends of the ball, and especially the defensive end, and his propensity for not just competition and emotion, but physicality, I think is going to great, you know, garner him a lot of appreciation as time passes, especially if he's able to help the Warriors hang another banner and maybe a few more before his time is up, hopefully sixth around Golden State to be able to do that. I Really, really appreciate him and, and what he's able to do, what he does competitively and emotionally is second to none. And as I mentioned, I think he's staring a big, 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 maybe the biggest test he's ever going to face and a guy like LeBron James coming down the pike here before too long. Yeah, one of the things I really appreciated about uh, watching Draymond is the, the fact that he, he always gives 100%. You never see him let up at all. Um, and when he doesn't throw the ball away and make silly mistakes, th- then it's really hard for the Warriors to, to be beaten. It's just that sometimes there's, their turnovers just drive you crazy. Uh, yeah. but, but it's amazing, though, when, he, when he's very thoughtful about it and he doesn't just quickly just th- try to throw a baseball pass or something. Um, you, you know, the, the, the points just keep coming. Well, it's and interesting coming. you bring that up because and I, I'd like to get Kerry's thought on this. One of the things the Warriors do, I, I think, that attracts so much attention and is, has really transformed the game is that they are almost – I hate to use the term old school, but they do pass the ball so much. Mm-hmm. And you remember the old movie Hoosiers where Gene Hackman yeah. said, four passes, you know, four yeah. passes. What are we going to do? And they do that sometimes to the point of the ridiculousness. But maybe that's a good thing. I mean, Kerry, have you seen a team that's as selfless as the Warriors? I can't remember a team like this since yeah. I was a kid growing up in the 1960s. Well, you know, I think that's an appreciation that's been carried over through Steve's connection to Phil Jackson guy like Greg Popovich, obviously to his college coach and Lou Olson. I think Steve has done, if nothing else, a great job in imparting a winning way of playing, especially given the group of superstars that they have and, and the, the supporting cast, which should never be forgotten as well because they're just as important in the overall picture. It's fun to watch. I think you guys remember even before this run that the Warriors are on, everybody was heaping praise on the Spurs about the beautiful game and the way that the Spurs passed the ball 
before the Warriors became the team of the moment in terms of passing game, the Spurs were that with guys like Ginobili and obviously Tim Duncan and, and, and Tony Parker. And side note to the Gresham here, I was able to be on the first college coaching staff with Tim Duncan in my second year of coaching or my first real year at Wake Forest in 1993. Mm. So it's been fun to have been connected to that in a peripheral way, but to see what Steve has done and kind of carrying over his time and really imparting the little nuggets that he got of how to play the game the right way. I think in the end, guys, no matter what happens each year and which player steps up, for instance, this year, Russell Westbrook and James Harden, a little bit of Kawhi Leonard dominating the individual attention in the form of a potential MVP, I think what you find out is that there's a greater appreciation in the end for teams that play the game the right way. There's a certain way this game was intended to play, be it a two-pointer, three-pointer, passing the game, moving, cutting, there's an art form to this game that, in its purest form, is why a guy like Draymond Green can play in any generation, in any era. At the end of the day, the team that usually plays that way is the one that usually comes up roses in the end of the season. And I know, for one, and following it as a college coach up until this point where I'm following it full-time now, I always use that team as an example for my teams as what we needed to do a little bit better. And inevitably, it became the Celtics when they were winning and defending at a high level with a guy like Garnett. It became the Spurs and playing at a high level of efficiency and passing the ball. And I know if I was still in college coaching today, there would be a plethora of examples that the Warriors present, now both offensively and defensively, and how to play the game the right way. That's something that we're really fortunate to be exposed to here in the Bay Area, and I think it's something I'm looking forward to covering for the years to come, hopefully, as far as the Warriors can take it. You know, you mentioned about uh, LeBron James, and, and the thing that's the, he came out when he was 18, right? So he's only 32. Which, you know, I mean, it's kind of old for basketball, but, you know, what, Ginobili's 39, so he's got, you know, probably a good five years left in him. And, uh, you know, just the way he dominates, watching the game on uh, Wednesday night, it it looked like it was men among boys. You know? I was fortunate to watch his coming out party against a kid named Lenny Cook back in high school at the Adidas ABCD camp. It's kind of the one where Sonny Vaccaro launched LeBron James. Lenny Cook was the next guy, the next superstar. Star, the next New York superstar to come out and boy I'd say even seeing LeBron back then against the high school kids and what his body looked like he looked like a man true man amongst boys when he was a man amongst boys as a 16 17 year old kid and now here we are like you mentioned it 14 years later in the prime of his career getting better he's done a phenomenal job of taking care of his body yeah. he is a freak of nature this guy is literally in Carl Malone's body right now. This is what yeah. Carl Malone looked like when he was playing and the mailman was coming down with all the brute force that he had yeah, as a true power true. forward in the league. Now, I have a, a good friend who's the head coach at North Carolina A&T, Lavelle Boat. He's got a great insight into the game, very, very good coach. He's connected to a lot of good players in the league. He made a statement on Twitter the other day that made me think about it a little bit more, that he we may be witnessing not just one of the greatest players of ever, but... In the end, guys, LeBron James may end up being the greatest point guard to ever play the game. Yeah. I think that's something he doesn't get enough credit for. And last year's run, when I was doing some work for Comcast with Tim Cozumore, we broke down the finals before, I did a breakdown of showing, and I didn't realize until then, of how good a passer this kid really yeah. is. And I say this yeah. kid because I still view him that way. But this is something I think we're going to have a better appreciation for when he's done. Yeah. I'm going to tell you what, I'm really looking forward that if, if the Warriors and Cavaliers are able to close these two series out, man, this is going to be a lot of fun. Oh, it will be. Hey, stay, with, stay with it. If you could, just stay with us just a little tiny bit. i got to go to our next commercial break here. Sure. All right. 
another baseball question. Two players have hit a grand slam on the first major league pitch they faced. Mm. Name those two players. Uh, you got to give me the time, the date. The, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, I'm looking for the two players. First, first, first pitch. Wow. A grand slam. All right. Ooh. Stay with us. You're listening to Sports Econ 101. We're going to be right back. How would you like to earn over 8% per year in your investment portfolio in a conservative investment that has been considered one of the best-kept secrets in investing? At Pacific Private Money, we are actually paying over 8%. Imagine what a mutual fund of low loan-to-value mortgages would look like. Well, that is very similar to what participating in the Pacific Private Money Fund is like, because we own many loans in the fund that are actually less than 60% loan-to-value. It would be extremely difficult to find an investment that yields over 8% with this much collateral. We pay you monthly. Can you imagine earning more in one month than most banks are paying in one year? Of course you have questions about how we can deliver this. So call Pacific Private Money at 415-883-2150 and we will answer all of your questions. You can also visit us at PacificMoneyFund.com. Hi, Sports Econ 101 listeners. I'm Edward Brown. You know me as the host of the show, but you may not know that I work with individuals getting them the least expensive term life insurance policies around. Don't be fooled by the ads you hear on TV and radio. It's always best to work with someone who's completely independent. That's where I come in. If you email me at edward at sportsecon101.com your name, your age, and how much insurance you want, I'll run the numbers through my software program and let you know the least expensive policy around from among many of the top insurance companies. Again, I'm totally independent, so email edward at sportsecon101.com for your free life insurance quote today. Why pay more for life insurance than you need to? I can get you a guaranteed policy where the low premiums are fixed anywhere from 10 to 35 years. So email edward at sportsecon101.com right now for your free life insurance quote. That's edward at sportsecon101.com. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885-800-603-0885-800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown here along with Bruce McGowan and our special guest, Carrie Keating, who seems to know all the answers. Love this yeah. guy. <laughs> I'm just going to give okay. it a shot here. All right, here's our second trivia question. 
What's the social security number? No, it's kidding. Uh, two, two. <laughs> I mean, come on, you got to know. This. Two players have hit a grand slam on their first major league pitch they faced. Now, remember, Will Clark hit a, a home run off of, off Nolan, of Nolan Ryan. Ryan. Yeah, it is. But game. we're talking a grand slam. Yeah. Name the two players. And Kerry, you say you know you, you know at least one of them, right? If I'm not mistaken, and because of my association with baseball and uh, my time at Santa Clara, I believe one of them was Daniel Nava. Uh, because he played at Santa Clara, and then obviously got the call up and a chance to play with the Red Sox. So I'm not mistaken. I think he's one of them. I know he had a home run. I'm you, you're, you're correct. I was going to say you probably knew it because of the Red Sox, because yeah. of, of your association with the Jim Rice Red Sox one. But... No, no, he was a Santa Clara player. Actually, okay. A great story, and then how he got there being a, a walk-on at Santa Clara who eventually made it to the bigs. Obviously, mm. it was very hard to do. So I know I get 50% of that right. You, you do. Okay, can you imagine hey, standing I, up to the plate? and I get it to, I get it to you know, I, I remember hearing the story about Hoyt Wilhelm, the great knuckleball pitcher who hit one home run in his career, and I believe he hit it in his first ever game, but I'm not sure if it was a grand slam. Oh, okay. No, it wasn't him. No. Uh, but you had to go back to 2006. It's not too okay. long ago. Uh, the Indians, Kevin Kuzminoff. Oh, yeah. Uh, he was one of the other players. There's not that. I never heard, you know, you never hear that guy's name anymore. I know. It, it, it's yeah. amazing how you, you, there are athletes that, you know, for their short period of time, they're like comets streaking across the sky and then suddenly they're gone. Well, it's like when I was uh, uh, collecting baseball cards and, you know, we had, I had, I had, and I still have lots of McGuire and Canseco rookies, but that was at the, at the era when they were, Tops was producing so many of them, they weren't worth anything. But we didn't know that at the time, right? And uh, the guy who was selling me, he goes, oh, here's the next great player, Corey Snyder. you got to own oh. a whole bunch of Corey Snyders. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Does anyone well, ever remember Corey Snyder? Well, there were about four or five companies that were making baseball oh, cards Donruss back and in, yeah, and and all, yeah. in the early 90s. But Kerry Keating is joining us. You guys, Kerry- you, guys are, you guys are touching on a sore subject for me right now. One of, one of, if not the biggest regrets I have in my life. Throwing out baseball lot. cards or selling them too I, cheap. No, you know what? I actually sold my mid-70s, and I had a ton of cards, all mid-70s cards, when I got to be a freshman in high school to a classmate so I could go buy a cassette tape at the time for like 10 bucks. So (laughs) I am going to try to do my best this day and age with social media and to find that guy, and I don't care what. (laughs) Listen, there there was probably only some, like, you know, Pete Rose's. and well, uh, you know. But, you know, the baseball card, if you're thinking about it in terms of money, the baseball card market really, really tanked oh, a number of years ago. It was really peaking in the 90s. But it's just the yeah. nostalgia and the, the uh, you know, the, the need or the whatever want you have to, to have that association with your childhood. And I think most American men, not all, but most, have that association if you grew up in the 60s or the 70s or the 80s. And um, well, I had I had a nine I had a nineteen oh nine uh, nineteen oh six uh, no let's see what, what year was that well okay there was nineteen oh nine would have been uh, Ty Cobb nineteen oh six uh, Hannes Wagner but I threw it out because it looked like a cartoon that's that's supposed to be <laughs> still <laughs> still supposed to be the most valuable yeah it's, yeah, it's worth a couple something like twelve dollars. of them <laughs> well, well we were talking to Carrie about the the uh, inevitable uh, matchup between the Warriors and the Cavaliers and again you know not to disrespect San Antonio but without Kawhi Leonard even if he is playing and Tony Parker and Tony Parker you know Kawhi's uh, injury to his ankle is, is going to inhibit him and I think also Boston as as well as they've played and as inspired as, as Isaiah Thomas has been with his play you know dealing with his personal tragedy of his of his uh, sister getting killed in that horrible uh, one car accident 
I, I mean, I just don't think they have any chance against Cleveland. So it, it does intrigue everybody, I think, Kerry, to, as you mentioned, to have LeBron. And we always talk about LeBron almost in the singular form. Like, he, it's LeBron and the Cavs. The Cavs actually have a pretty good supporting cast of sure, players, Kevin don't they? Love is yeah. on fire, yeah. I mean, don't, I, oh, they do. And yeah. I think we can't, we, especially us here out in Warriorland, we can't dismiss the impact Kyrie Irving has. And yeah. I think he's very maybe overshadowed a little bit by the greatness of LeBron James, but I think if you polled you know, basketball insiders on, on each of the other 29 teams in the league, I think they'd be, uh, they wouldn't be hesitant to say that Kyrie is one of the 10 best players in the entire yeah. league. And really? what he's wow. able to do, yeah, he's, he's a very special player in the sense that not only can he produce and have the speed and the ball handling to do it, but he's also shown a propensity to hit big shots at big times. And obviously we know the one that he hit last year Game seven out yeah. here, so you know I think you're you're dealing with LeBron. Obviously, Kevin Love presents a lot of challenges and what he's become and evolved into as a big four man uh, and a great passer at that, and now a great shooter. The additions that they were able to make and Daniel and Dave Griffin made in the front office to add guys like Kyle Schwarber and Darren Williams, I think they're a team that's going to be I wouldn't say overlooked, but it's really going to come out now. And, I, and you're looking. I saw a great point made on, on, of all places, Twitter. Of course, that's where we all go to get our information nowadays, so that's how it is. <laughs> that you play 82 games to get home court advantage, and the Celtics gave it away in 12 minutes. Yeah. Wow. So, so, so maybe there's not as much to be said as gaining the home court advantage on the East as much as there is to the West. And I kind of think that it's very important now, given the fact that uh, Kawhi has gone out and what we had to do save off the Spurs for home court advantage out here. I still think that home court advantage is not as important as in the conference finals. I think that home court advantage is going to come up in the finals if, in fact, it is the Cavs and, and, and the Warriors because you're going to need more games at home in those finals more than you will be, obviously, mm. in the conference finals and beforehand. So we'll see how that plays out. I, I think you guys are, are, are hitting the nail on the head. I think this Cavs team is going to come out now and be covered, obviously, in the time that we're going to have until June 1st when game one comes around. That's how good they really are, and the fact that they're playing better now and still continue to get better, much in the sense that the Warriors have been playing better in in the first two and a half rounds of this conference, uh, Western Conference uh, basketball um, finals right now. I just don't recognize Iman Shumpert since he changed his hair from last year. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing I'm looking forward to, Kerry, and we're talking with Kerry Keating, former Santa Clara basketball coach and uh, local a sports commentator, and also uh, he played uh, college basketball with P.J. Carlissimo's team back at Seton Hall. The thing I'm looking forward to is the last two years, you think about this, Cleveland was shorthanded with Kyrie Irving out in, in 2014-15, and then the Warriors last year had Draymond Green suspended for a game, and, and Steph Curry was dealing with a knee problem, with an ankle problem. He wasn't at full strength. So now, theoretically, if these two teams stay relatively healthy – you're going to have the best of both teams going up against each other in this third uh, series, which you know I think in some respects will make one of these teams the dominant team. You know, let's face yep. it, whoever wins this series can say, "Hey, we've won two out of three series." Mm-hmm. What are the chances of, of an NBA team also or two NBA teams playing each other three times in the postseason? I mean, it's a great so, story. So, so the uh, Celtics, um, uh, Lakers. Yeah, but they never played each other yeah. three times in a row. No, they, I guess it was a two times, and then there yeah. was a break, and then another two times. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I think a lot of things will come to fruition in that potential series, and obviously, if you're the NBA, you hope that it goes as long as it possibly can. And in the case of the scheduling, it'll be June 1st to June 18th. So we're talking about 18, maybe 19 days of getting this series covered and exposing the product that is the NBA with the two best teams playing for the championship. And obviously one that is 
now evolved into this rivalry, as you mentioned, Bruce, the first time to have two teams play each other three years in a row. And I, I got to think that from a financial standpoint, uh, the NBA is going, yeah, this is what we want. Yeah, yeah. You know? I mean, because, you know, it, I mean, Cleveland really, without – Without uh, LeBron, is just okay. I mean, everybody likes it's like the Yankees, right? It, they, they everybody loves to to watch the Yankees in the World Series. Theoretically, they're America's team, you know, type of type of thing. Um, and you know, Cleveland though, without without LeBron, really, I mean, yeah, they have great players and all that, but it just it's not a it's not a big draw, you know. And even the Warriors are not a big draw theoretically, but now they are because of the players. You, you know what I mean? It's from the town standpoint. It's like if the Phoenix Suns get in, it's like who? You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, it takes time to build the brand, and, and I tell you, the respect that you have to have for Greg Popovich and the Spurs organization, it takes even a greater amount of time, not just to sustain it, but to really build it and make sure it works with different types of players. Yeah. And that's the biggest challenge for the Warriors and the Cavs looking ahead. Can they maintain this without, whether it's Steph, whether it's Clay, whether it's Draymond, KD, or whoever, whether the current crop is still there, and can the Cavs maintain it? once LeBron James, and that's a bigger task maybe than what the Warriors have done, building it around multiple players as opposed to the Cavs, building around one. One thing I love about the Warriors, too, basically, with the exception of Kevin Durant, and they were pilloried in the the press and by the fans for going out and getting him, but they have put this together – put this team together basically from the from the ground floor up with with draft picks very skillful uh you know and, and sharp front office people who you know picked up guys like Draymond Green took a chance on a Steph Curry you know Clay Thompson was was a good player a very good player coming out of college but not many people really had heard that much about Clay Thompson and you know these are the guys that have developed into the foundation for this team and you look at this team carry this warrior team they're basically uh, they're about t- the four superstars. I think average twenty eight years of age. So this team should be around for three or four more years. And that's the hope of your Joe Lacob and the management that you can sustain this while you're developing younger players like an Ian Clark or more more importantly Patrick McCall and Damian Jones. These draft guys it puts the onus on the management to draft very very intelligently, which I think they did a great job of buying Patrick McCall in the second round. That really becomes a challenge as you historically and annually are drafting in the end of the first round, if at all, if you even have a pick. So it really puts the, puts the burden on the scouting staff and the development staff, and so far they've come up roses in that sense. And if they continue to do that, this thing should sustain itself. And much to the sense where they also have to draft and stash some players too, like the Spurs have, to have that kind of sitting behind the back of the 9, 10, 11, 12th guy to let them know, if you don't produce when your time comes, we're going to bring someone else in here. So a lot of work ahead for the Warriors. I don't think it's all set in stone that they're going to have the success moving forward. But they know they have a lot of work to do while they can, while they do have that success going on right now. And, and didn't didn't Joe Lacob get booed when they first took over? Yeah, yeah because he traded away Monte Ellis, That's and they right. wanted to keep uh, they wanted him over Steph Curry. It's interesting too when you think about it. If the Warriors win last year, they're not going to. I would have thought. I I would imagine they wouldn't have broken this team up. They wouldn't have gone after Kevin Durant. So, yeah. I you know it's sort of. Uh, unwittingly they set themselves up to have a better team this year by going out and getting Durant and developing young players. And let's face it, the Warriors were very good last year. They were great. They set a record for consecutive wins, but they were getting older. Guys like Barbosa and Spates and Festus Azili, who did not play at all, and Harrison Barnes, who was a good young player. But they brought in some new young blood. You mentioned McCaw, JaVale McGee. Uh, you know, they, uh, they've, got, they've got a team that, you know, on paper – uh, that they probably wouldn't have had carry uh, a year ago if they had won the championship. 
It's interesting. Yeah. To think got, about they, they've got good problems for themselves in the sense that now they just have to figure out how to manage their money properly with the <laughs> assets that they have as yeah. opposed to managing the money to gain assets. So they're in a favorable position and none more favorable than if they're able to close this out with the Spurs and get themselves to the finals, the financial windfall that comes down from that. And obviously, it has to be big because we're getting ready to move in three years across yeah. the bay, and obviously a big shift will happen when that goes when that goes down and the Warriors eventually get into the chase center. But I think it's really cool when you when they end up getting players like Zaza, who uh, takes a huge pay cut just because says, I want to win. Yeah. You know? Well, it's, like it's kind of fun, too, with Zaza. I mean, it, granted, it was kind of a, a tempest in a teapot. Greg Popeye, Popovich, I think, was was trying to deflect some of the, the negativity about losing uh, you know his great player, Kawhi Leonard, to, to sort of you know go after Zaza and maybe get in his head a little bit. It almost, yeah. to me, Kerry, it almost smacked to Phil Jackson when Phil used to play that kind of game to sort of uh, mess with the other team's psychology. You know, and, and uh, maybe it was a good move. I don't know. Yeah, well, great, get, get a great coaches are, are masters of the psychological element. I think exactly. in different ways, whether it's their own team or the other team, or this nowadays media, the way that you can psychologically take advantage through your own power, in this case, Greg Popovich, of his own team, the other team, the other coaches, or even to an extent, you know, the referees, the league, the media. There's definitely a game within the game that's to be appreciated when you can have that level of success and still get away with doing that. Yeah, hey, hey, Kerry, i got to run to a quick break. Uh, We do want to say goodbye to you, but we're going to do it right after the break, so hold on two seconds. Okay. Okay. What modern-day pitcher had the lowest single whip W-H-I-P, all right? That's one of those stats I just, it drives Uh, me crazy. Okay, stay with us. Sports (laughs) Econ 101, we'll be right back. Are you a business owner or an individual who owes the IRS? Then be prepared to write down an important phone number. Do you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes? Do you need to file back tax returns? Are you dealing with bank levies and wage garnishments? It's time to deal with your IRS problem today. Call Certified Tax Tax Representation now. Certified Tax Tax Representation, Inc. represents clients just like you in all 50 states. They will contact the IRS on your behalf the same day that you become a client, and you can become a client immediately. It's time for you to face your IRS problems. Think about how great you're going to feel when you're represented by a company who's an advocate for you, who knows the law, who also will contact the IRS the same day you become a client. Call today for your free, no obligation consultation. Call now, 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Not all cases are typical and some may not qualify. The consultation is free and so is the call, so call right now. 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. 
You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. Third trivia question, what modern-day pitcher had the lowest single whip, which stands for walks and hits per inning? I'm going to let Kerry take a shot at that again. Kerry is kind of a stat guy, yeah. we have discovered. And, this is an interesting one yeah. for me because this is a modern-day sabermetric that when I took my class in 1992 did not exist. Yeah. <laughs> I can't say that I actually know this one. I, I can't even venture a guess, obviously, with all the pitchers coming and going nowadays. So I think it's more of a modern pitcher if I had to guess. Yes. Somebody like Clayton Kershaw? Uh, not that late. Uh, okay. no, a little, little, a little, little bit. Just a little bit, not much. Okay. 2010. 2010. Red, Lincecum? No, uh, uh, Pedro Martinez from oh, the Red yeah. Sox. Pedro was still... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Another Red Sox guy. You guys. I, know, I know, we had a lot of Red Sox yeah. once today. <laughs> yeah, Pedro Martinez, that was towards the end of his career. Yeah, well, We've really enjoyed having Kerry Keating on. We're going to have to have you on again uh, during the uh, playoffs here. And, and keep up the great work. Uh, really yeah, enjoyed listening to his pregame on the game here in San Francisco, uh, which is the flagship station of the... Uh, I was going to say San Francisco Warriors. <laughs> Seem to be San Francisco Warriors, uh, Golden that's State it. Warriors. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Well, they were back in the day when I was a kid. That's right. that's, Are they going to keep the same logo? Why not? I, Golden Gate Bridge, I, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. got to keep the gotta same logo. But, Kerry, thanks again for joining us. And, and hang on the that's phone here. We'll, we'll, I appreciate it. Yeah, well, hang on the phone. And we'll, we'll, we'll get your Yeah, we'll get your uh, email for yeah, yeah. Uh, this later on. So, yeah. Okay, here we go. Uh, I want to th- uh, get, thank my uh, co-host again, Bruce McGowan, and here's our thoughts for the day. When you talk, you are only repeating what you already know, but if you listen, you may learn something new. Ah, All right? okay. And the desire to succeed means nothing without the will to prepare. I like these. Good, good I, you're, you're quite the philosopher, so I figured you'd, you'd enjoy all these. <laughs> After being, I, you know, I just have to tell you, I, I came here from surfing, so I'm very mellow right now. <laughs> I surfed for two hours before I came in here, literally. Well, well thanks for not falling asleep on yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, no, no, appreciate no, no. That. Yeah, it was great. All right, tune in next week to Sports Ecom 101. We're going to be discussing sports topics from a business perspective, and also our guest is going to be Steve Baker. The uh, uh, the agent, sports agent. We're going to be asking more sports trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm your host, Edward Brown. We'll see you next week. Good night, America. So long.